episode of Marvel Theory. Today we're here once again with me, Charlie, and our co-host. The host with the most. What's up, Charlie? Nothing much. What about you? Well, last time we were here, you were only 12, and now you are this mature teenager. How does it feel to officially be in your teen years? I feel I feel older, that's for sure. I feel taller. That's pr- probably it. And how was your birthday? It was pretty fun, not gonna lie. Well, that is good. Now, there's not a whole heck of a lot to talk about with regards to Marvel. Story of this entire podcast for 14 months. Thank you, COVID. Charlie picked... Why did you pick that song for our opening? Um, because COVID's making sure that we're never going to forget how it uh, made our lives so much more interesting. <laughs> um, so why don't we have like a little cooking segment here? We've been making ice cream cake periodically during COVID, which we learned from watching Natasha on Sports Center of all places. So we go to watch the sports highlights and Natasha teaches us how to make this awesome ice cream cake. So a new segment called Baking with Charlie. How about Cooking with Charlie? Cooking with Charlie. There we go. Cooking with Charlie. Tell your millions and millions of fans how to make an amazing birthday ice cream cake. Okay. First step is you're going to need ice cream bars. You're going to lay your ice cream bars in your pan or tray or whatever you're using. Then you're going to want to put a layer of ice cream. This can be any ice cream you want. Then on top of that layer of ice cream, you're going to put Cool Whip on it just to give it a nice sort of um, fine, pristine look. You can layer the ice cream and Cool Whip as many times as you want. Just make sure the Cool Whip is always on top. After that, you're going to take a chocolate bar of your choice, crumple it up, and sprinkle it on the top. Then use a choice of fudge, chocolate, or caramel sauce. Pour that on the top, and then you've got yourself a masterpiece. Okay, so that was awesome. Ice cream cake. So casserole dish is what uh, we, we used. And you layer the bottom with ice cream bars. Is that correct? So step one? Yep. Now the key here, I think... Did you buy the really cheap ice cream bars because they have that sort of cookie-like um, sandwich type, uh, ice cream sandwich type uh, taste to them rather than having the uh, like a chocolate uh, on the outside. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the real cheap ice cream bars. And then step two is... A layer of ice cream. A layer of ice cream. Any ice cream you want. Any flavor. What's your preference? Personally, I like cookies and cream or chocolate chip cookie dough, but any flavor is good. And then Cool Whip. Yep. Now, what was the mistake I made with bagels not too long ago? You got to buy the right Cool Whip. No, that was with cream cheese. You bought fr- frosting cream cheese, <laughs> normal cream cheese for bagels. <laughs> so you got to read the labels for what you buy. Do not buy frosting cream cheese for bagels because it is disgusting i learned that the hard way okay so then then the the cool whip goes on and then 
what goes on top of the, the Cool Whip? You can either A, layer the ice cream Cool Whip a second time if you want, or B, you go with, you start adding on the, the chocolate bar and the sauces. Now the key for the chocolate bar is what do you have to do to it? Smash it. Put it in a plastic bag, smash it with a hammer, go crazy. Make it until it's like a, little, a powder. That's right, you gotta smash the chocolate bar to pieces and then dust it on top of the uh, Cool Whip. And then whatever sauce, uh, chocolate sauce or, or caramel sauce on top. Yep. Stick it in the freezer. And voila. And you've got yourself the world's cheapest but most delicious ice cream cake. And we stole that from Natasha on Sports Center. So there you go. You're getting Cooking with Charlie tips here on Marvel. I'm the next Gordon Ramsay. Watch out. Yeah, so we're in April. No offense because it's your birthday month. Uh, but it's like deja vu all over again. Uh, we got these days of shorts and t-shirt. That feels like summer's around the corner. And then we get snow like we got today. <laughs> April is crazy. Maybe that's why you were born in April. <laughs> Yeah, April is probably one of the worst months weather-wise. It's warm one day, freezing the next day, rainy the next. It, it doesn't, it's like a time of year where the seasons don't know if it wants to start becoming spring or if it wants to stay winter. Yeah, it certainly doesn't know what it wants to do. But we've kept busy. You know, we've had uh, a couple baseball games with, uh, with our friends, figuring that's a... Uh, Optically, during a lockdown, baseball, you can't get much of a safer or distant sport than that. So we've had a couple baseball games, uh, mountain biking once. You got a brand new bike for your birthday. Mm-hmm. So I've been biking along the bike trails a little bit. So we've had a good, uh, good April, all things uh, considering here. And how's online school going? Online school's all right. Like... I definitely like in-person school a lot better, but hey, when life gives you lemons, you got to make lemonade. That's right. Now, a few episodes, or quite a few episodes back, you did a show about X-Men. Can you just do a little recap on on that, on, on what the premise of that show is about? Yeah, so the X-Men were created by Stan Lee back in the 60s to sort of represent um, and give a bit of a parallel to the social justice movement that was happening at the time. Because as we know, the X-Men were sort of, there were a group of, of superheroes that were normal humans, but were born of a genetic mutation called the X gene that gave them their powers. And they were sort of discriminated against, which is supposed to like parallel and teach people about discrimination that was happening back then in the 60s. Now, we're not gonna say the name or of the organization or who it was with. We'll just keep that uh, quiet. But uh, you did do a bit of a PowerPoint slide for a major organization comparing the X-Men to to what within their organization? To um, sort of allowing people, like people that are different um, and how we're all equal and that people who are different can just bring new aspects to a group or a team. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool that um, that you were asked to do that, and then you made a few slides and recorded. Um, did you actually use some of the podcast, or did you redo it? Uh, we sort of sort of did like a re-recorded sort of footage. 
Yeah, so that's really cool. So good for you. Um, very cool. Okay. Earlier today, I saw you this morning before work. And I, I like to have a little bit of a glass of milk every day, either in the morning or at night. I enjoy my milk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I jokingly emptied the milk bag and then tried to sneak it back in the fridge, which is the ultimate quote unquote shit rat move to do. <laughs> Leaving an empty bag of milk in the, hey, you're a teenager now, I can say this. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's the, okay, we'll, we'll call it dirt bag. It's the ultimate <laughs> dirt bag move, sticking a carton of milk <laughs> back in the fridge or a bag of milk with nothing left in it. Now you don't know this is coming. We did not talk about this before we started recording. No, we did not. What else is the ultimate around the house dirt bag move that somebody in this house does? <laughs> So you got to think about this. Mine for sure is the milk because you and your sister are ultimate dirtbags, scumbags when it comes to putting the milk back in the fridge with nothing in it. So this one has to do with my sister. This is a call out to her. Um, sometimes, you know when the toilet paper roll barely has any paper left, and you might as well just use the rest of it? Well, she will leave one sheet on the toilet paper roll and doesn't change it. Because according to her, that one sheet means there's still toilet paper left. So I'm sitting down, and wait when I go to wipe, I have this one little square to use. And then I have to dig around, still on the toilet, to search around for more toilet paper. I have that written down. That is a ultimate dirtbag move, 100%. Living and sharing a bathroom with all women. <laughs> I don't know what it is, considering you women use toilet paper every time you go to the bathroom. <laughs> You're all dirtbags when it comes to that. <laughs> now, yesterday, your sister even, I, I, and I know it was her, her art class required them to have a a toilet paper roll and then they stuck a pencil through it and what did she called it i have no idea yeah i don't know what the hell it was either but <laughs> it looked like they stuck a pencil through someone's head and she she took the rest of the toilet paper off off of the actual roll and then didn't change it and then when i got home from work she was so excited to show me her art but then when i went into the washroom it wasn't an empty roll. There was just no roll whatsoever. So that's a dirtbag move. What else is a, a dirtbag move around the house to do? Oh, when there's toothpaste in the toothpaste and you use so a lot of it and you only leave a little bit left in so no one else can get it out. There's a theme here. <laughs> leaving no milk left in the milk bag. Leaving little to no toilet paper left on the roll. I have this one written down as well. The toothpaste. It, you know, and then you start rolling it and rolling it and rolling it to get every little last drop yeah. out. And somehow it just lasts for days and days and days. It is pretty amazing how long it actually lasts. It's phenomenal. It is. But it's a dirtbag move when it's empty and you don't throw that in the garbage and get a new one out. That is a dirtbag move. Anything else that you can think of? And I know I put you on the spot here. Let me think. 
Oh, I have so many, I just can't put my finger. Oh, I have the biggest one. So, when you're doing the dishes, and you're loading the dishes, and you just finished putting all of your dishes into the dishwasher, and you're just about to turn it on, and then somebody just finished eating their dinner, and puts all of their dirty dishes, instead of in the dishwasher, in the sink, so then you have to rinse them, and clean them, and then put them into the dishwasher. Agreed. And on the theme of dishes, another one I have is when tea bags get left in the cup. Oh, that's the worst. I don't know what it is, but it's disgusting removing someone else's tea bag out of a coffee mug. And I don't know how hard it is to take it out and put it in the green bin before you put it in the sink. Dirt bag move, leaving a tea bag in a, in, in a, in a coffee mug. The other one I had written down here. And I do not understand how this happens. Uh-oh. I truly don't. <laughs> because I feel like I'm on Amazon once a week mm-hmm. ordering phone chargers. Every room, every bedroom in this house has a phone charger for people's devices. Yeah. The main floor, phone charger for people's devices. Two of them. The basement Phone charger for people's devices. The garage. Phone charger. People's devices. Somehow, they go missing. <laughs> I can't figure this out. I, I have no idea how this happens. Honestly, it's a mystery to me too. Because you all use like the same outlets. You all have like the newer devices, the newer chargers. So I'm not involved in any of this. But it's so funny watching you guys yell at each other. Claiming... Yelling down the hall about who stole the charger. It's amazing to watch. It is a dirtbag move (laughs) to remove the charger from the outlet that it is. Because there's so many options in this house to charge your stuff. There's no reason to be removing the chargers. But somehow they grow feet and walk away. (laughs) I can't figure it out. Okay, I thought that would be fun. So that's my dirtbag well, I guess I called it something else at the beginning, but that's my dirtbag household moves. Maybe if people have their own dirtbag moves, they could tweet you what theirs, uh, what theirs is. Hey, Charlie, what do you think? Yeah, sure. Tweet us. Uh, at us on a post um, at Marvel Fury Pod. Tweet at us. Tell us your experience of a dirtbag move that happens in your household. Okay, so now on to the topic of the show. Marvel Theory. Play the cricket sound effect, producer. Play cricket. the crickets. Cricket, cricket. No, what's, uh, what's new in the world of Marvel since we last spoke? Well, we have the new show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we will be soon doing an episode on. Um, we've got, finally, we've gotten the release date. Um, that Black Widow will be releasing, I'm pretty sure it's July 22nd on Disney+. Plus. And we have gotten a poster leak for the new movie being produced called Shang-Chi and the Seven Rings. Okay, Black Widow. Silly question. Um, spin-off from another superhero movie or its own franchise? Own franchise. And refresh me what Black Widow's... Who the, the villain is and what Black Widow's superpowers are. So Widow, Black Widow, actually, the villain for the movie is supposed to be Taskmaster. She hasn't exactly gotten her own standalone movie, so she's usually just fought, um, she usually 
like just fought in the enemies of the Avengers or Captain America in the cases Iron Man too. So she hasn't really seen. We haven't really seen any Black Widow's um, villains in the MCU. But for Black Widow's movie, which is going to be a prequel, like before her death, um, we're gonna get to see Taskmaster, who can essentially mimic any skill um, right after like someone does it. So let's say you knew this really big calculus problem and Taskmaster saw you do it, he could instantly know how to do that problem. Now, did you say that because I'm a math guy? Like, you know I'm a math guy? Oh, it was supposed to be sarcastic because I know you're not. Who rhymed off what bed mass was at breakfast this morning and taught your sister what it was? You. Math guy. Oh, also, just so you know, it's ped mass now. It's actually parentheses instead of brackets. Uh, can we uh, edit that part out, producer? Just, yeah, just. Okay, so this morning I taught your sister ped mass at, uh, at breakfast. Math guy here. Who did that? You, but I mean, she didn't understand it, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did they really change it to ped mass? Yeah. Oh. How parentheses I... instead of brackets. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Talk about change just for the sake of change. Exactly. Aren't brackets and parentheses the same thing? I think they are. The self, same here. They look the same to me. And bed mass is easy to remember because you think bed. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Well, there you go. You taught me something. Thank you, Charlie. I know. I'm so informative. Now, the movie poster that leaked, what was the name of that, uh, that movie? Uh, it was Shang-Chi and the Seven Rings. It's supposed to come out, I'm pretty sure, 2022 or 2023, around that time. Wh who is that superhero? Personally, I, need to, I still need to look a bit more in, but I do know he's sort of like a Middle Eastern type superhero, which I think will be great. We've, we've actually brought him up before in an earlier episode, talking about how his movie was going to be released back. Um, so he's a Middle Eastern superhero. Um, I really need to catch up. I, I personally haven't heard of him until the movie was leaked. So I need to do a bit more research into him. Yes, you do, because uh, you're supposed to be the Marvel Theory expert here. I apologize to our listeners for this. This is quite embarrassing, actually. It's going to kill our ratings. Oh. Well, at least I'll still win host of the year. <laughs> okay, in your dreams. Uh, anything else for Marvel Theory this week? What is new in the world of Marvel? Anything else? Well, um, not ex... No, not, absolutely nothing really has been announced. And Black Widow is going to go straight... It's, that's not going to go straight to streaming. They want that to be in a theater, right? No, they finally decided to do it straight to streaming. So it doesn't seem like theaters are opening back up anytime soon. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so in July, it's going to go straight to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, they're going to do the premiere access thing. You have to pay for it first, and then they're going to release it free. All right, well, we'll buy it. Summer blockbuster movie, throw it outside on the on the projector, watch in the backyard. Be pretty good. It would be pretty good. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you this earlier in the show. So for your birthday, you got a little bit of money um, to go towards your RESPs. And we did this two years ago. We had a stock market competition, you and I. I remember. And you, and you did really, really well on that competition. You had Amazon, McDonald's, Home Depot. You basically picked every store. 
<laughs> that you knew. And when we went back and measured it 12 months later, it was lights out. <laughs> Thanks to Amazon. So if you had to pick three companies that we would invest your birthday money in in your RSPs, and we didn't talk about this earlier in the show either, what would you pick and why? Um, one brand I would pick, GameStop, because lately their stocks have been like off the roof. We did a bit of a project in math class on like finances where we like pretend bought stocks. And holy cow, the kids that bought GameStop, it was up in the 300s, 200s, like it went up like crazy constantly. So that would probably be one I'd be interested um, in. Another one I'd be interested in um, investing would be Pfizer, one of the other vaccine companies, since they're starting Hmm. to ship out vaccines now, because we kind of need them. Um, And probably another one, I'd probably do some like, I'd probably do like Netflix or Netflix or like a streaming service since everyone is watching streaming services now. Wow. Very good, Charlie. Very interesting. And I like the insight there. With regards to GameStop, um, that was the Robin Hooders who drove that stock price up through the roof and then it would come down and it would go back up and it would come back down yeah. all using Reddit. Um, trying to uh, circumvent the Wall Street bankers. Um, so I don't know if we'll be uh, buying GameStop, but you're right. Video game uh, stocks have done very well. Um, one that just launched, and it's funny because I did buy some, and, and I bought it because I talked to you guys about it, was Roblox. It became a public company about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And it's done relatively well since it, uh, became a public offering. So I like the video game angle. Pfizer angle, the vaccine angle, very interesting because they're talking about us needing about seven years worth of boosters or up to seven years of boosters. Um, look at your face. You're ready to kill me. I, this isn't me. This is blame COVID. But uh, we're going to need up to seven years of boosters. So you're right. The companies that are producing the vaccines... For the next three to seven years, whatever the timeline is that we're going to need booster shots to get through this, uh, could definitely be a sound a sound pick. So interesting. I'm glad I remembered to ask you that. Good job, Charlie. Uh, okay, well, that's it for us. Do you have a hero of the week, Charlie? Today's hero um, is actually currently asleep on the couch behind us. Um, it <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> literally asleep on the couch behind us it's our dog sydney all quarantine she's always just made all of us happy she's made our days better we went running on the path today and she made us laugh like a million times honestly i'd like to thank all dogs out there dogs if you're listening to this you've been the pride and joy You've been the pride and joys of our 2020s and 2021s. If you haven't noticed, look outside. I bet in your neighborhood or apartment complex, so many more people have dogs now because the dogs have been our moral support for these hard times. Yes, they. Uh, we definitely don't deserve them. They are amazing friends. Um, and we definitely got Sid at a great time for sure. So great pick. My hero of the week, and I'm not going to get into it at all because it's enough said but I will say the jury of the George Floyd trial are my heroes of 
the week because they got that right. And oftentimes they don't. So good job to the jury of the George Floyd trial. And that's all I will say about that. Uh, any parting words, Charlie? Uh, I just like to say thank you for listening. I'm pretty sure it's like our one year anniversary on the podcast now. We'll have to go back and look. I think we're actually well past that. Well, holy cow. Well, happy belated one year anniversary of Marvel Fury. Where's my present, you jerk? Where's mine? I asked first. I did too. Well, second. (laughs) (laughs) I asked second. (laughs) Okay, our next episode will be our belated anniversary show. How's that? Sounds great. Anyways, this is, that's that's it for this episode of Marvel Fury. Hope you all have a have an amazing day, and we'll talk to you guys next time. This is Marvel Fury tuning out.